How far can a million dollars get you in retirement? And do you even really need to save that much towards retirement? Thanks for joining us today here on Aspire to Retire with Ralph Short, Tim Short, and Scott Earhart of Welcome Home Financial Partners. You can find them online, welcomehomefp.com. You can also give a call, 804-635-3550. My name is Chris Swan, and I'm pleased to be joined every episode with Ralph Short, Tim Short, and Scott Earhart. Gentlemen, how you doing today? Doing really well. Doing really well. You know, I I think a lot of people out there when they first set out in the working world, when they're kids, my son, he's eight, for example. And, uh, you know, you say a million dollars, it's almost an unfathomable number, but it seems like that would be enough to to have you set. And a lot of Americans do set that goal of saving a million dollars for retirement. And truth be told, the number of 401k and IRA millionaires has grown in the past year, thanks to, you know, a very robust market. But what does that translate into? Where does that kind of money last the longest based on you know, household, transportation, things like that. Uh, Go Banking Rates did an analysis. They found the state where that would get you the furthest, Mississippi, about 22 years, eight months. On the opposite side of that, Hawaii, uh, it's going to get you about 10 years and three months. In Virginia, I looked, 18 years, nine months, 11 days. They have it down to the day. Pretty impressive. Um, New York and California also in, in a bad place because of taxes, things like that. So there's a lot of variance. These wide differences aside, how can someone really make the most? How can they optimize their retirement savings to ensure that it lasts as long as possible? Well, I mean, that's the goal for everybody when you retire is make sure your money lasts for as long as you are going to be alive. And what I tell anybody is, you know, have a plan, have a budget on where that money is going to be going out and, uh, you know, use that to help you achieve your goals, your lifestyle goals, and make sure, continue to monitor that plan. Make sure that plan is working for you. I just started working with a new client that had a the same broker. He's had the same broker for 26 years, and he's done a great job for him of amassing wealth. But this client went into him as he is just retired and said, okay, so now let's talk about how am I going to use this money? How do we <laughs> use this you know, to fund the rest of my life? And the broker had no answers for him, had no distribution plan. So what I tell anybody is make sure you're working with people that understand not only the accumulation side, the run-up side, but how to draw it down as well. It, I mean, we all want to invest in the right things or have the right products to grow the money, but you also need the right plan to distribute the money and ensure that it is going to last you uh, 22 years, eight months, six days, whatever, whatever <laughs> that, whatever that is. So my my key takeaway is have a plan and have a team to help you implement that plan. One thing I would say too, to answer a question that you had a little bit earlier, Chris, was, you know, those states that had the lowest uh, cost of living, let's say, mm-hmm. are they really the states that have the lifestyle that you want? Yeah. The other consideration that you need to do is if you are planning on moving to those lower uh, cost states, how far are they away from the kids, the grandkids? So you have to incorporate that travel time back and forth as an additional cost. And a lot of people really don't think that way when they start looking at a budget because most people don't have a budget like Scott was talking about. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't think any of those numbers are very surprising. I mean, the fact is that Mississippi is 22 years, but Hawaii is 10 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, The thing that you got to pay attention to is your spending habits, and that's this study does probably an average, but I mean, you can have people who can whittle a million dollars down within five-year periods, just depending if they're trying to keep up with the Joneses, if they're buying new cars, buying new property, that kind of thing. You know, you've got to take a look like Scott's talking about is there's people who are out there who are just built for growth. They don't pay attention to once you get to retirement 
what that's going to look like. Everybody will teach you how to climb the mountain, but not climb back down the mountain. And that's what retirement's about, is making that money last. And the other important thing is that some people need to stop chasing that big number, right? Because it's about the income in retirement. So if you've got a million bucks, great. But if you don't have a good distribution plan, like Scott's talking about, what's the million dollars really going to do for you? So you really got to reassess as you're getting closer to retirement about the funds that you're using, what your portfolio looks like. And I would also say to the point that you have to understand what it is that you're trying to achieve. I mean, I have clients come in that they want all their money to go over to the kids the best way possible. Mm-hmm. And we've got some that will say, I want $20,000 a month to go travel to Paris and things like that. Guess what? That million dollars is not going to last very long if you're spending twenty grand a month. Okay. Yeah, and also, too, if you look at those states that you brought up, uh, taxes, right? So if your million dollars is pre-tax money, you know that million dollars isn't all yours. You've got to give your cut to Uncle Sam. So, you know, if you live in California where taxes are going to be higher, it's not going to last as long as it's going to be in Virginia when they're lower. So that's one big thing people don't pay attention to because they're just trying to build that big pot of money the distribution phase, as you talked about it, and no fault of the people that spend their, their time focused on growth. That is, that is what they do. That is what they excel at. But when it comes to turning that, that nest egg actually into spendable retirement income, you know, it's the same sort of thing. At a certain point, you stop seeing your pediatrician, right? Or you go find specialized doctors, mm-hmm. doctors who work with your cardiologist. But you want to make sure that you find the, the, the person that's going to get you to where you want to be. And that focuses on, on, specialized services. And that's why, you know, the show is called Aspire to Retire because that is what you guys do. People aspire to retire. And then how do you actually make that work? Uh, Tim, you mentioned keeping up with the Joneses. Unless your last name is Jones, not really a prudent thing. You want to find out what's going to work best for you in your retirement. And that is where uh, turning to you guys and having that customized plan really, really works, right? Absolutely. And it it goes through a, a process of taking a look at your income, your expenses and your assets, right? That's really the biggest three aspects of it, but it's very eye-opening because a lot of people don't realize what their month monthly budget is, right? Everybody says, oh, I've got utilities, I might have my mortgage, whatever, but they don't take into effect how, how much it costs to grocery shop these days or go out to eat. So this really opens their eyes on setting a budget for retirement. It really does. And, and I mean, I think we're pretty committed to that for all of our clients. And I think Tim will echo this. That's why we started doing our first Fridays in our Ashland office is really to educate clients on what retirement looks like, how they can best meet their retirement goals and how they can create budgets and understand distribution, taxation. Those are all the types of topics we're, we're looking at. And it's solely to educate people on how to retire. Because as Ralph says all the time, and I use it in every presentation, every slide, you only retire for the first time once. Mm-hmm. We don't know what we're doing when we do it the first time. And, you know, this actually brings up something that, that I read recently that I found interesting, and I want to get your thoughts on it, uh, in the way that if you're shopping for a new vehicle, you know, you go and, and you, know, you do your research online, perhaps, but you go and you test drive it. You don't just buy a car sight unseen. When it comes to your retirement, because you do only retire once for the first time, test driving a budget if you don't have one already set, you know, maybe a year or two prior and go, I think I'm going to need X amount whatever, however you come about that, that, that number and then test drive at it and see if it works. Because that way, if you find out there is something you don't like about it or it's, it's too much or not enough, you can go back to the drawing board and it hopefully won't really affect your bottom line. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on something like that? I think it's really important, right? We talk to most clients and say that, Hey, you know, the first year or two of retirement is going to be a little bit different because when we go through our roadmap process, 
you know, it does encompass all of the expenses, but it, it's only going to be as accurate as possible, right? There's going to be things that come up, whether you your dog tears your ACL and you've got to have ACL reconstruction <laughs> surgery. You didn't plan on that. Uh, sorry, that's a personal. I'll story, say that seemed but, very specific. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, there are things that are going to come up. So the first year or two, it's really important to really hone in on what you're doing. If things are going to be different, and that's why we always have our reviews with our clients, so we can revisit, you know, those. Uh, unforeseen circumstance kind of deals because we always got to make sure we account for those expenses. Uh, and we all tell our clients every time we go through the roadmap with them for the first time, you know, we build in the buffers. This is this is what we think the budget it should, is going to look like. This is what you've told us. Things, if you are working with a financial team that doesn't build in a buffer area that isn't uh, the plan that isn't doesn't have the ability to change you're working with the wrong team things are going to change throughout your life events are going to happen dogs are going to tear acls and you're going to need dollars we've got to be able to roll with those punches so you tell me anything that the roadmap does is set in stone right there's not going to be any medical emergencies there's not going to be any kids coming back and living with you in your retirement years because they didn't do a good job. That is absolutely not what I said. Yeah. Yeah. So flexibility is key, and that's what a lot of people don't really pay attention to. It's like, okay, hey, between Social Security, pension, if you're fortunate enough, I've got X amount of dollars. Okay, give me another two or $3,000 so I want to do some playing or some traveling. But, hey, what if something came up, medical reasons, or a kid moves back in with you, or you have a grandbaby that now you're taking care of. There's a lot of things that come into play that you're not going to uh, expect. So you've got to have flexibility. Life happens, and when it happens, it is rarely inexpensive. I love the roadmap analogy because I think we've talked about this before. My father uh, was a, a map maker for the, the Army. He was an engineer, uh, and he probably still to this day has an, a roadmap, an atlas in the back of his car, even though he's got the GPS in there. But being able to say, okay... Uh, you know, we're, we're going on this trip and then we, we veer off course for whatever reason. Maybe there's a site we have to see or we need to stop and get gas or heaven forbid, you know, we have to go fix our tires, replace them, things like that. How do we get back on track? That is where having that roadmap, having something that is not set in stone really comes into play because when life happens and we do veer off course for whatever reason, and it's not always negative, birth of a grandchild, things like that to say, okay, well, we, we got a little distracted. We, we, we strayed a little bit. How do we get back to where we want to be? That is the benefit of having something like a roadmap, a plan that can change as you do, as life does. And, and that is what you guys have been doing, helping people get retired for the first time, hopefully stay retired, you know, unless that's something that they want to do. They want to get back into the workforce. Uh, you only retire once for the first time. Why not turn to a team that has been helping people do just that for over 60 years of combined experience? The team at Welcome Home Financial Partners, they're here for you. The number is 804-635-3550, or you can go to the website, you know, click the link right there on the podcast description, welcomehomefp.com. You mentioned Social Security, Tim, and I think a lot of retirees are surprised to learn that Social Security benefits, they can be taxed above a certain income threshold. I already paid into it. Why am I having to, to pay taxes on it again? But there's a new measure in Congress that, uh, that would spell relief in it that would eliminate the federal income tax on benefits for many retirees. It's something they're, they're working on. It's called the You Earned It, You Keep It bill. Whether it passes is a whole other story. We've talked about the, the dire straits that Social Security is in. Uh, in the meantime, uh, how do you factor Social Security into your tax planning? Well, you need to do that because most people, one of the biggest concerns that, and, that clients have when they come in and say, what do you mean i got to pay taxes in retirement? You know, I worked all my life, mm-hmm. I'm over 65 years old, I shouldn't have to pay taxes. I said, well, I'm not going to be in disagreement with that, but that's not the way the IRS sees it. So they're more 
uh, predominant what you have to listen to than what I would say to you or agree with you. So uh, the number one thing is you are going to have to pay taxes based on your income, Mm -hmm. not your age. And that's where a lot of people need to understand. So if you have a lot of income because you're lucky enough, like Tim says, to have a pension, which only about 6% of the population will have now, uh, you got Social Security as an income, you're going to have uh, maybe RMDs or any income that you come from your pre-tax accounts. So all that's added together. Guess what? Now you've got tax taxes that you've got to deal with. And if you didn't plan on that, then you're going to have to come up with some form of fashion to pay those. Yeah, and Social Security taxation is not as cut and dry, per se, as your income tax is. But a lot of people, they have questions not only about taxation on Social Security, but when to claim it, right? So um, a lot of people are nervous that, you know, 2033 now I think is anticipated that um, the fund's not going to be where it currently is. So really, there's a lot of folks that rely too much on Social Security when they're getting into retirement. And the fact is, we don't know what the future holds for Social Security. Uh, But those are all questions that we answer in the office when we go through the roadmap process of, you know, optimizing your Social Security, uh, taxation on Social Security, plus the rest of your portfolio. Uh, Scott was talking about RMDs earlier. RMDs could really negatively affect your taxable income. Sure, sure. Uh, You know, Social Security, what they're talking about in the you earned it, you keep it bill, if it gets through is, is you know, it means yeah. Test. yeah, it's a big if on if it gets through. Big, big if. But, you know, it's just increasing the means test on Social Security is, is what we're looking at. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing, and I'll go back to what we were talking about when we first started the show, it's about education to the client. The client needs to understand. If we understand what's going to happen, if you're working with people that are willing to educate you on why this is happening, what it's going to look like, you can create a plan for it. And that's what we're here to help do. I mean, Social Security, like Tim said, people rely too much on it, but it should be a pillar for most Americans. It should be part of your retirement plan. It needs to be uh, taken into consideration for your distribution plan, how you're going to live your retirement years. And if you're working with people that aren't educated in Social Security, don't understand it, and can't convey to you what's going to happen, you're working with the wrong people. And that's usually what you run into when you see people who are just concerned about investments. They just want to make you a big pot of money, they're not taking into consideration taxation, Social Security, all of those pieces. Uh, Retirement is not just about your investments. It's a lot more than that. And a lot of people don't pay attention to it, and then they end up in a bad spot because, hey, I've, you know, made two, three million bucks in my 401k, but I've got terrible spending habits. I don't have any insurances, you know, long-term care. There's a lot of pieces that come into play. I would say also people need to understand, you know, We've been told all our working lives that the when you retire, you're probably going to be in a lower tax bracket because you're not going to make as, a, as much money as you were when you're working as well. For some people, that may be true, but I will just tell you, I just met with a client the other day that his income just from Social Security is $110,000 wow. between him and his wife, not counting the pension that he has. So now, all of a sudden... He's over that $168,000 level, so uh, if it, this new bill comes into effect, he's going to pay more taxes on that taxable base for the Social Security. So that just means if it goes up to $250,000, then you're going to be taxed more on that situation. And the, the other thing I'd say to anybody that's listening to this, 
Right now, we're talking about it at a macro level, at a, at a federal level. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to understand it at a state level as well. Every state taxes Social Security differently. So if your advisor can't talk to you about what's happening specifically in your state or if you're considering a move, like Ralph was talking about earlier, to be closer to the grandkids or something like that, you need to take that into consideration as well when you are looking at Social Security and how that's going to affect your distribution plan. And that is where that education that you guys were talking about earlier comes into play because, you know, obviously here on the show, uh, you know, educating the listeners out there when they come into the office, educating clients, uh, classes that you guys do, just continuing the education, making sure they're as informed as possible because there are going to be a lot of factors that come down the line in retirement that in the working world they probably haven't thought about. Their current financial professional probably has not talked to them about Again, not maliciously, hopefully, but uh, just because that's not their that's not their specialization. That's not their wheelhouse. In the same way, going back to that pediatrician analogy, in the same way that you know a, a teenager probably isn't going to need a, a cardiologist or someone to help with you know rehab or uh, you know a, a dog tearing out your ACL. We're going to talk about that story off off the mic later on. Um, you want to make sure you have the right people uh, suited for for what you need in in whatever phase of life you're in. And if you're listening here and you're getting ready to retire, you want to have a team on your side like Welcome Home Financial Partners to get you to through and beyond retirement. And it all starts with that phone call. Start developing that that roadmap that is customized for you, not for the Joneses, not for you know. Uh, everybody, not a cookie cutter approach, something customized for you. That all starts with that phone call, setting up a time to speak with them. 804-635-3550. Once again, that's 804-635-3550. Or since you're listening here on the podcast, you can just click the link there in the podcast description. It'll take you right to their website, welcomehomefp.com. You can schedule a time there to speak as well. And we appreciate you joining us here on uh, Aspire to Retire with Ralph Short, Tim Short, and Scott Earhart. Gentlemen, appreciate you taking the time. As we wrap up here, I want to leave you with the final word. So the final word is, you know, if you're listening to this and you've heard some things that have plucked a nerve, right? A lot of people don't know much about Social Security and how it's taxed, or, or you're interested in the First Friday event. Uh, pick up the phone, give us a call, visit our website, uh, and we can tailor make a uh, plan just for you. All content is for information purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax or legal advice or provide the basis for any financial decision, nor is it intended to be a projection of current or future performance or indication or future results. Opinions expressed herein are solely those of Welcome Home Financial Partners and Welcome Home Wealth Advisors, LLC. The information contained in this material has been derived from sources believed to be reliable, but is not guaranteed as to accuracy and completeness and does not purport to a complete analysis of the materials discussed. All information and ideas should be discussed in detail with your individual advisor prior to the implementation. Each individual investor's situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstance. Advisor services are offered by Welcome Home Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Virginia. Being registered as an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Insurance products and services are offered through WPI Holding, Virginia Insurance License Number 138509, and affiliate company. The information contained herein should in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to any residents of any state other than the state of Virginia or where otherwise legally permitted. Welcome Home Wealth Advisors LLC and Welcome Home Financial Partners are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 